First Timothy chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. So, if you remember, in verse 1, Paul says we should pray for all men. Verse 2, pray for kings and for those in authority. Now, verse 3, he's telling us it's good to do that. Why? And he gives us the reason why we should do prayer in that sequence. Pray for all men and for kings. Because he says uh, it is acceptable in the sight of God who desires all men to be saved. So, God desires for everyone to be saved. And that's a very profound truth. God wants the whole world to experience salvation. You know, sometimes we, we act as if God is pleased in people being condemned or people being uh, punished and judged or people going to hell. But that's not God's desire. He desires for all men, of course it includes women, to be saved. That all human beings, all people, come to the place of salvation, that sin does not rule over anybody in this world. And that's why we should pray for all people, those high and those low. And we must pray for the salvation of sinners. You know, sometimes uh, people who are sinners uh, can be very, very, very bad. And, and, and in Paul's case, uh, he was living under the Roman system. The Roman system turned against Christianity, persecuted Christianity. But he says, God's desire is that all men will be saved. And Jesus showed us that example when he was on the cross and he was being nailed. The natural thing was for him to say, Father, punish these people. But he said, Father, forgive them. On the cross, the thief that was by his side asked for salvation and he granted him salvation. Why? Because it is God's will for all men to be saved. All men and all women to be saved. So one reason why we pray for uh, those in authority is that not only that they themselves get saved, which is important, but also that an atmosphere will be created for the message of the gospel to be preached for the salvation of the world. Anything that takes people away from salvation, uh, we must pray that it doesn't happen. So, he tells us then that we must pray that people come to the knowledge of the truth. And that's important. Why? Because, you know, in everybody's heart, there is a desire for the spiritual, for the supernatural, to know God, whoever they think God is. And sometimes that quest drives people and they read and they explore and they may end up in a false belief system. So Paul says to the Christians, pray that all these people, all men, all kings, all those in authority, everybody will come to the knowledge of the truth. So pray that in their quest to know God, they will know him accurately. They will know him in spirit and in truth. So why can't just God do all things by himself? God does all things by himself, but he works with us. We are his children here on earth, and we pray for his will to be done on earth 
as it is in heaven. So our prayer is important to the fulfillment of God's will and God's purposes in the lives of people, in the lives of our world. So we pray for the whole world. We pray for those in authority that they will make policies that do not hinder the spread of the gospel, that they will set up systems that facilitate the spreading of the gospel. I am on television. I am on um, social media preaching the gospel. I believe that these are avenues created by God for the sharing of the gospel. So these are ways in which God answers our prayer so that through the natural processes, which we may not even think is spiritual, God is working to make the message of the gospel, the truth of the gospel, get to as many people as possible. And that is what we pray for. And I hope that that will also be your prayer. Let's pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, thank you for your priceless gift of salvation. Use me to draw people to your grace. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'll catch you again tomorrow. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabel. Shalom, peace and life to you.